Welcome back to another episode of the Fontanelle Family Podcast. I'm Joe Gangwish, FSR for Central Nebraska with Fontanelle. Our podcast is designed to help you get to know the folks from our organization a little bit better. Uh, also, we'll talk about what's going on in the industry and what makes us a Fontanelle family. Now, joining me today is the first dealership we've had on the podcast. It's the team from Peterson Livestock out of Oxford, Nebraska. Kenton and Kevin Peterson, along with Eric Wasinius. Kenton and Kevin, you are uh, the farming part of the dealership. But Eric, explain your role a little bit, first of all. Uh, How did you become involved? Um, Let's see. I've known these guys since we were kids. Um, but I came back to the area, um, back in 2006 in the fall, I actually was a DSM for Fontenelle. Um, and so started working with Kevin on the farm. Then he was kind of my go-to guy for when I needed plot stuff done. I sometimes say he was my guinea pig back then. Anything new that we tried it seemed like Kevin was willing to, to take a look at it um, and has really helped kind of shape some of the things that Fontenelle had done, you know, in the past with, with some different programs um, and and definitely how I was able to, to be able to grow my district at the time, which a lot of what, what that old district was is some of the areas that we're selling in today um, as a dealership. Yeah. Well, Kevin, let me. We, this was much discussion before we started this. Was, uh, was how long you've actually been with Fontenelle proper? Because it was kind of a process. But how how long has it been? We've been with Fontenelle for oh, a little over twenty years. We think back. We went through the transition of of Horizon Seeds through Miller Preferred and the high cycle brand by Fontenelle and then became Fontenelle dealers when that acquisition occurred. All right, so Kent, let's get you in here. Tell us about uh, your part of the operation. Yeah, I, I moved back here in thir- 13. Um, and shortly after that, we started, you know, we launched the Peterson Livestock dealership back up, really with, with Eric and, and Kevin here. Um, I just try to fill in the gaps where I'm needed go for do what we need to do find find your role in the in the program yeah well question for any of you so so chime right in um it, it's it's been good would you attribute that to more the relationship side or the product side or, or or bringing them both together what do you think it's been a lot of both um you know the relationship side is what gets you in the door product performance is what keeps you there um, and we've been very fortunate, um, especially since we became de- you know active dealers. That the product lineup within Fontenelle has, has been extremely good, um, and so yeah, it always takes a little bit. It doesn't matter how much a guy knows you to get him to to try it to go away from what he's been doing. But um, you know, we've got enough trust within the especially this general area of Harlan County that we do majority of our sales in um, to be able to get our foot in the door and, and the product is has performed to the point where they're still allowing us to come back um, and and that's a big part of you know what what has made us successful within Fontenelle um, is you know the, the trust that the guys have 
um, not only in us, but in, in our lineup. Yeah. The, the Fontenot product lineup today is, is second to none, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Deep. Yeah. yeah. It's deep. It, it's not just ones and twos. It's There isn't a product we have that, that won't perform if it's placed right. Yeah. Yeah. We've called ourselves kind of the best kept secret in Nebraska, really, on, on, yeah. on the products we have. So how would you answer this? What, does it help when being the farmer dealer model type of it because you can you can grow it also along with you know what you're trying to sell yeah there's a lot of like i said it's that trust aspect where kevin's got it on his farm um there are products you know that we you know will push just because the, the there's kevin's only got you know x amount of acres and we can't turn the entire farm into a test plot it's just not you know, for switching, switching hybrids, you know, every, every other round, it's not really very good for him from a farming operation, but, um, we always do stuff within test plots. And so majority of the stuff that we do sell and then we promote within our dealership is stuff that Kevin has tried on his own farm, whether it just be in a test plot or if, you know, even looking at some of the new products, if we can get a handful of bags to put in and to spread out across a few key guys, Kevin is usually one of those guys um, because we, partly we know we're going to get the data back and and it, we can kind of control, okay, you know what, this from a placement, it's supposed to be on, you know, take it on that rough acre or this is where it needs to be. Let's put it there and make sure that everything that we're getting from breeding and all that is what it says it is and, and bringing that validity to, on-farm data local stuff that um you know there's definitely that trust and it you know we we all play our roles within the dealership um granted we all do a little bit of everything but um you know the guys they're gonna call kevin and talk to kevin about stuff that okay eric tried to tell sell me this you know and it brings that that okay this is what i've done on my farm and this is what i know it works because it's not for us it's not just about selling you a bag of seed if we if we can't help you be profitable then we're not going to be profitable as a dealership and we're not going to be around you know and kevin needs to be profitable on the farm and so he's not planting stuff just because he you know, he's a Fontenelle dealer. He's planting the Fontenelle stuff that he's planting because it works and because it's bringing him consistently good yields across his farm. And to be, you know, as long as Mother Nature and, and prices cooperate, where he can actually make money. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, we're, we're Fontenelle dealers, and we get asked a lot if, uh, you know, what, what else we're planting on the farm. And I've always said that if it's good enough good enough for us to sell, it's uh, good, enough, good enough for us to plant the whole farm, too. There's no reason to have uh, any other competitors. I mean, when we've had the performance that we've had year after year for 20-plus years, I, there's we have a lot of confidence in it. Yeah. No, that's a good way to look at it. and. Eric, talk about your perspective after being a district guy. Now moving to more of a, a seller dealer part of it. Like, what, what's, what do you like about this better? I guess I should ask you. Um, a lot is a little bit more freedom. Um, there's not 
some of the stress of the, the corporate side of it and, and not having to manage multiple dealers and manage, you know, the business that we have here amongst the three of us and being able to give more attention to the growers that we have. Um, yeah, we're, we're a little spread out as far as who we sell to. I sell some guys that, that I've been dealing with since I was a DSM that are a little bit farther away, but the core of our business is within probably 20, 25 miles of Kevin's farm. And so it allows us to focus a little bit more. Um, you know, for me, I, a little less time on, on the road. Um, and being able to get to know some of these guys a little bit better um, and trying, you know, making sure placement is, is right. Um, that's something that I've always tried to do is making sure we're placing the right product on the right acre. Um, it makes it a little bit easier when you're not quite spread out. To me, it's a little less pressure um, and it's a little bit more enjoyable than it was as a DSM. Um, yes, we still still you know have sales goals and we still you know go out and push, but I don't feel like I have somebody breathing over my back even chase <laughs> and i know chase has got goals and all the, the things he's got to do but he's and even some of the other fsrs that, we, that we've had never felt that pressure that you know and i know they're getting it because i was in their shoes i know they're getting pressure on sales goals and all that but they've all been really good about making sure that they're not passing that down to us and so that we can just go out and do our job yeah and to me, it seems like it works a lot better because there is not somebody kind of breathing down my neck and saying, you know, did you do this today? Did you do that today? No, but I got, this is what I did this week. And I got, I sold more corn this week than I, you know, would have prior. And because I'm not stressed out about it. We've been really fortunate too, to have the FSRs that, we, that we've worked with. Chase has been great since he came on board last summer. Um, and we had the two guys that we worked with prior were great. And, and it fits into that family atmosphere that Fontenelle tries to bring across our entire brand. Mm-hmm. And yeah. where, you know, when we've had big stuff, Chase will bring his wife and his kids down so that we've been, you know, we've been able to meet them and we talk about how our kids are doing in school and activities and things that way. It's a deal where I, and I'm sure there's, there's people that are like, oh, great, my seed guy's coming down today. I really don't have time. We've never felt that way. And we're all busy. You know, and certain times of year we're busier than others. But we always make sure we've got time to make sure that we're doing what we need to do. And even if it's a quick visit with Chase, you know, this, this is what we need to focus on for the next couple weeks, um, whether it be like return time or whatever. But we always make time because we don't feel the stress and the pressure of this is what you have to do. Let Chase have all the pressure now. So yeah, right. from your perspective, talk about these guys. Why, what, what do you like about their dealership and, and what makes them work for Fontenelle? What do you think? Well, part of what's unique about them is dealing with three of them. And I felt from the beginning that it, it's always been easy to call one of them or text, you know, the three of them at once and say, Hey, I uh, plan on coming down. What day works for you? I need to be there Monday or Tuesday, find a time. They're usually pretty good about saying whatever works for you. <laughs> and so 
um, that that hasn't been a challenge. You know, you run into guys that do have busy schedules or, or do kind of try to put you off a little bit or or so on and so forth. And I, they're always available, and I appreciate that. And uh, so it, it's been easy going. They've been good on me from the beginning, knowing that I'm new and uh, being willing to kind of walk with me, so to speak, on, on um, hey, I, I'm not real familiar with this aspect. What do you need from me in this area? Um, and, they, oh, don't worry. We'll, you know, we'll help you along. You're, you're fine. Yeah. And so, and also now that I know that I'm not applying very much pressure, I can put my foot down a little bit, <laughs> can, can apply more. A little bit further. So. Well, that's one thing I liked when I started was uh, how, how well all the dealers got along for the most part, you know, because, you know, we're pretty spread out and it's, it is like a family when we get together, you know, at our winter meetings or whatever. That's, that's one of the things that I liked, but I want to get to some of these questions that I actually floated out to you guys. So anybody chime in on this one? What do you think makes a successful dealership? Well, one thing for us is the amount of involvement within the community. Um, whether it be, I mean, all of our kids go to the same school, um, but we've got growers that have, you know, kids that go to some other schools. Um, we've got a couple other guys that are working with us that their kids go to, to, to Alma and trying to make sure that we're supporting the community that's supporting us, um, giving back, um, doing things for the community uh, and not, not just a, a money thing, but, um, trying to do things that will benefit the community. Um, even like when we go out to the school and, and girl hamburgers, um, you know, gives the kids a little break, and, and I think the cooks appreciate not having to do everything on the day that we're there. Um, and but you know, having that that family atmosphere and making sure that they know that they're valued in what we do. We're not just out there trying to sell them a bag of seed um, and trying to work with them. That's something for us. I don't think we'd be successful if we weren't doing that. The guys that we deal with, I know. Because they've told us, I mean, they value that aspect. You know, all of us are involved in other things outside, you know, outside of Peterson Livestock, the Fontenelle dealership, involved in different community things in different ways. And so it's making sure that when we represent, even when we're on our own, that we're still representing the brand the right way. If someone's thinking about taking on a dealership or just getting started what advice would you give to a to a new dealer because we've you know we started to, to bring on some new folks so what would you tell somebody getting started don't get discouraged it's not going to be a short-term investment you want to be in it for the long haul i guess build those relationships and uh gain their trust and uh product performance will make everything fall into place I might ask you, what's a what's a good answer if if somebody approaches you about Fontenelle and said, "Hey, hey, I've been interested in, in trying some." What is kind of your elevator speech, or or what do you tell somebody? Uh, you know, like a quick thirty seconds to a minute little advertisement about Fontenelle. Somebody, somebody, you know, you pique their interest, and there there may be a new customer. What do you tell them? Product performance is second to none. I mean, there there's nothing that's going to fall apart on you in in the product lineup as long as things are placed right oh nice there's nothing yeah they're consistent for me it would be the support too to piggyback off of what they said there that you know our team is so good from from the top 
all the way down to the bottom that if you don't know the answer to it, go go ask somebody. Anderson knows because it. Chris knows. <laughs> right. You know these guys know their products, and and it's just we'll find something that that will work for you. Period. We'll come out there and look and. And uh, you know we'll go over what your needs are and, and what you think you might need um, at your place and what you're missing from your other seed company. We feel like uh, we've got what it what it takes to to make you feel comfortable and make you feel like what we can do can work for you. Has seed selling changed in the last twenty years since you've been part of Fontenelle? What what has changed? It has to a point. Um, because of the amount of technology, not only that, that is in the seed itself, but whether it be with climate and all the other things that a guy has available to use today, there's the information flowing in is, is much greater than it was 20 years ago. It's still about building that connection and that trust that when you tell a guy, you go sit down at his kitchen table and you tell him this is what based off of what you've told me, what you're looking for, this is the right product for that piece of ground, that hasn't changed. What's in the bag has changed greatly in the last 20 years. You know, guys are spending, you know, I've had guys that were, that when I've dealt with some, you know, it'd be two brothers type situation, and one of them had kind of been somewhat removed from the farm farming aspect of it for quite a while, and about flip out when they start looking at what it, is it what it costs in a bag of seed? But when you look at what some of that is replaced, looking at some of the insecticides, things like that, that there, there's there's a reason why it's not fifty dollars a bag the way it was, you know, thirty years ago. There's so much more in that, and we we depend a lot more on what's in that seed than what we used to, because of global markets and and, and all and having to you know truly maximize. You look at what our yields have done in the last even 20 years, and and we've had to kind of keep pace, and so there's a lot that comes with that. Seed doesn't cost. That's a, an investment in a grower's operation. It's, like Eric said, there's, there's more in that bag of seed than the seed itself. The, the technology and the investment there is worth a lot. Yeah. And that's you, the investment. It truly, I mean, you can't raise a crop if you don't put one in the ground and to make sure that you're putting the best seed possible. On the right acre. And, and I think that's something we feel very confident that we can do with Fontenelle. Yeah, um, yeah. And why, you know, I think we've, we've had other options, but part of the reason why we have, we've stayed and, and the, it's a very simple choice to stay is because of what, we not only have seen, but some of the things that we see coming in the future within Fontenelle, within Bear as a whole, of it's only going to get better. Um, and so it's it's easy to stay. All right, pass the mic around so I make sure I get each of you loud and clear on this one. But uh, what do you like best? We'll start with you, Ken. What do you like best about Fontenelle family? You know just about everybody. <laughs> I mean, you can go to a meeting and you know the dealers, you know who the employees are. You doesn't feel foreign. All right, Eric, your turn. Uh, it's kind of the same thing. I mean, I'm, there's some of these guys that I've known for a long time, and you know when because of COVID and you know where we 
have gone away from being able to do some of the meetings that we've done in the past and you miss those guys when when we were finally able to get together as a big group again even as far as the the small you know the, the few of us that are on dealer council when we couldn't meet in person i mean it's not the same through a zoom call but it's also a deal where from from bob all the way down and even now within some of the people within bear that are in charge of more than just font now there's they don't feel like strangers you can have a real conversation with some of those people and and see the passion that they have for this for not only the business that we're all in but for fontanelle's brand yeah and and it's it's nice to be able to see you know those people and even you know getting bob out here when we have our our customer appreciation deal so that our customers can see they put a name to you know mm-hmm. to the face of somebody in that's way above just you know their local dealer um and so it's just great to have that aspect of it and it's i think some people thought maybe that with the with bear taking over that it would get more more stretched out and i think we've actually probably gotten closer as a brand than what we were before yeah kevin I guess I don't want to repeat what these two guys have said, but that, that's more or less what uh, what it is. You know, we, we know each other. We know everybody knows each other when you go to a meeting or, uh, yeah, when you're in the seat guide, people know you. So, yeah, right. Uh, or if you're uh, on the wall at Husker Harvest Days, people tend to recognize you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, it's just we all know each other. We uh all try to work together and not uh, against each other you know if somebody needs helped out on uh, filling a product that you have extra of you know we we try to work together on that stuff and, and move stuff around so that everybody can succeed and not just yeah just one guy last but not least fsr perspective i mean and you're kind of new to this game chase so what do you like so far about the Fontenelle family aspect. Well, it'd be pretty easy to piggyback off all three of those because the the people are are second to none, you know, that I've worked with since I've been here. I've been here since the first of June last year, um, and learning a lot and continuing to learn uh, and continuing to grow. So the the knowledge is a big thing that I'm learning that I appreciate from everybody, from my FSR peers to um, you know leaders, from learning from Bob, learning from Chris, learning from the dealers. Um, as far as what's what's been great about Fontenelle, what's been the best, I think it's exactly what they said, the small feel, the family feel, and then knowing, I can go on further than that, knowing that you're backed by a company like Bayer that's a worldwide leader in R&D and, you know, has the resources to support you in any way you need it and giving us the best products that we can possibly put out there for these farmers. Um so all of that kind of tied together is it's, you know, it, it feels like home for me. Like I should have been doing this a long time ago. Um, and it's, it's been great so far. So I, I've thoroughly enjoyed all my dealers. I enjoy coming down here, you know, once a week, once every two weeks when I, when I get to see these guys and, and you know, the work part, yeah, we always get the, the work part done, but it's, it's more just being here and having the conversations with these guys and really getting to know them and calling them my friends over the last nine months that I've gotten to know them. A big, big thanks to Kenton and Kevin Peterson and Eric Wasenius of Peterson Livestock 
uh, the dealership near Oxford, Nebraska. Also, a thanks to FSR uh, Chase Kugler with Fontenelle, giving us a closer look at the dealer aspect of our brand. If you'd like more information on Fontenelle Hybrids, of course, you can find more of our podcasts here where you found us or by going to Fontenelle.com. I'm your host, Joe Gangwish. Thanks for joining us.